loaded bases. First off, I want to give a shout out to Dugout Mugs. If you've ever wanted to drink out of a baseball bat, Dugout Mugs is the place to go. I personally drink a cold beer out of my Dugout Mug during my podcast. So if you are interested, go to dugoutmugs.com slash loaded. That again, dugoutmugs.com slash loaded for 30% off. So with that being said, go get your dugout mug and enjoy the show. Loaded bases, Garrett Kelly. How's it going? It's going, brother. Thanks for having me. Hey. Before we start, what's the? Uh, I forgot yeah. to ask you. What's like? What's allowed? What's not allowed? Am I allowed to curse on here? Is Dude, this like you a can PG? say what you can say whatever the fuck you want. Beautiful. All right, we'll I keep have one hundred. Say you can be rated R. You can have a drink. You can do whatever. You know what? Hold on, I'll be right back. I got Speaking you. Having a drink. I've had a long day at work. Hey. Pour, pour yourself something nice. I have a chest and back day after this, but one beer isn't going to kill Ooh. me. Oh, no. You're good. Pacifico? Cheers. Yeah, I stole one of my roommate's beers. He'll be, Cheers. He'll be all right. Cheers. You're good. All Sorry right. for the mirror in the background. Dude. It just comes with it. Hey, I like your flow, so that's kind of Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's getting in there, man. It's getting yeah. long. I had to cut mine off because it was fuck. It was irritating me so bad. It gets annoying, especially because I'm in a I'm in a professional role right now. So wearing yeah. long hair, I can't like put it back in a hat. Like when I can, I'll just throw a hat on. But for uh, most of the day, it's out. I, I would take care of it. I would. Uh, it was like because I used to have to like throw on like a headband like to keep my hair out of my eyes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, working out in this thing's a pain in the ass, but it is what it is. You know, you do it. You just do what you got to do. You got to have a flow. That that's the sixth tool. Yeah. Well, I could have used it, I guess, earlier, but it is what it is. Yeah. It took a while to grow out. So yeah. Well, okay. So what is your uh, what is your role in baseball? What do you do right now? What am I doing? I'm unemployed currently with baseball. So. Um... I was I was a relief pitcher with the Cubs and the Twins and the Schaumburg Boomers. Shout out Frontier League. They just won another Valley Champion or uh, another Frontier League championship. Oh yeah. Um so right-handed pitcher was a starter then reliever and uh yeah, kind of in that interesting space that a lot of guys uh get to if they're able to play the game long enough where they're kind of do I continue? Do I start my own like a real life? Yeah. So since this is a public uh, space, I won't say one way or another whether or not I'm finished or not. But um, still, uh, potentially looking for a job for uh, for next year. We'll see. I think you will find one. I think that'll be a. I think if I want one, I'll find one. I don't know quite yet. I love the game. Um, I also like making real money. So. Well, yeah. Because what year were you drafted? I was an undrafted free agent, okay. senior signed, 2016. Okay. Yeah. So you've been, I mean, that's this would six have been years, 16, 17, five, 18, yeah. 19, 20, 21. It would have been year seven. Yeah. So yeah, I think so you've had your, your fair share of the minors. Oh yeah. I've lived, I've lived it. I've lived it as a guy. I, I got $500 as a signing bonus. So hell um, yeah. 
I, I was every bit of a grinder as you can be. As cliche and annoying as that term is, I, I, I live that for sure. So, yeah, because now you're, you know, because you do stuff for more than baseball now. Yeah, got to put on for the boys. Yeah, um, it's been it's been a hot minute since I've been able to do anything just because my job, my off-season job right now is taking up so much of my time. Shout out Bob's Watches, Newport Beach. But, um, yeah, uh, more than baseball, I jumped on with them in, um, shoot, what is that? Was that was that been late 2019? How'd you get on with them? Or how did that whole thing start? Yeah, great question. Um, no, they just they, they they did so much outreach and they did they did we, I guess I can say we now do so much cool stuff in terms of giving money back to ball players. They did one of their one of their rounds of fundraising was like a five hundred dollar stipend to help you get through the COVID time. Mm. Um, at the very beginning of COVID when it first started like kind of creeping on. So I just reached out to him. I think it might even be before COVID, honestly. I think it was, so this was late 2019. We didn't really know a whole lot about COVID. It was just like a, a housing thing. And I had just moved to Miami at the time and it was kind of expensive. So I reached out and I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'll apply for this loan uh, or loan, I'll apply for the grant. And I got to talking with, with Jeremy and Simon and then eventually Slade. And um, I had a little bit of, not expertise, but some experience in the gaming industry within Twitch and they were like, we want to start doing our own gaming thing. Uh, do you want to jump on and be a part of it? And then it eventually was like, do you want to run it? And I was like, uh, well, Slade and I pretty much took over a majority of it. Yeah. Slade's one of the founders. And I feel I feel awful because, like I said, the past six weeks or so, I've been kind of uh, been kind of out of the loop just because, I mean, I get yeah. home at 6.30 and it's West Coast time. And we did all, all the tournaments and everything we did were all uh, predicated upon East Coast time. So. But I just jumped in and I helped start our Twitch platform. Um, our partners over at Double Plus Gaming, Sean and Neil, are the best. They kind of they were the business side behind all that, and they helped with some of the creative stuff. But I kind of fancied myself as a bridge between the baseball players and the gaming nerds because I'm kind of yeah. one of both. So trying to bring in some athletes into the world of streaming, I know it's another way for you to get your brand out there. Uh, we did some cool stuff, partner up with Logitech, and there's more stuff in the pipeline. That they're definitely going to get. I mean, we've done a bunch of, I don't know if you've seen the NFTs and stuff that we did. That's all. Yeah. I am. I'm trying to figure those fuckers out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have some Ethereum waiting to go. There you go. Just don't know. It's a good one to have. Yeah. I don't even have a whole lot of, uh, of crypto myself. I just kind of know how it works. Again, when you don't have a whole lot of cash, the cash you do have, you don't want to throw it a chance really. I'm not, yeah. I'm not huge on just throwing my money out and seeing what happens, but um, it's tough. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. So kind of put my, I don't know, dabbled in a bunch of different shit and kind of figured out what makes me tick and, and what I'm enjoying and just kind of trying to figure myself out uh, outside of the game for sure. So yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I mean, like, as I game, I, well, I mean, I play uh, MLB The Show. Okay. That's like, that's like what I play. For sure. I mean, and I've, I think I've streamed on Twitch twice and that's it. Yeah, it's fun, dude. I mean, look, here's the thing. If you're going to be playing, you might as well stream. I mean, at the end of the day, even might if you have well. a day where you suck, it doesn't matter. You're just putting yourself out there. And you never know, man. You, you do it enough, you build up an audience, and then the audience will overlap between streaming and your podcast. You bring them to the podcast. You bring you know, True. a little cross-pollination cross there and start building your brand. It's a great way. I think, let's see, I've had – how many people have I had that are streamers on the pod? I think now it'll be three. You're my third one. That's that's uh, former minor league guys who now stream. 
Right on. Yeah. There's a lot of cross, dude, there's a lot of cross, like I said, cross pollination. Um, it's, it's a way for you to interact with someone that you're interested in on a more personal level. Like oh, yeah. Trevor May is a perfect example. Dude's an unbelievable baseball player, right? Big leaguer, career, big leaguer, great numbers, throws a million miles an hour. It's gross. He's also a huge, huge streamer. And it's a way yeah. for his, his baseball fans to connect with him on a more personal level because they can go in his chat. He can answer them directly. You can't do that when you're watching someone on ESPN, right? It's a oh, completely no. different world. And it's another way for him to bring in the people who don't know him as a baseball player. They know him as a gamer and then kind of bring them over to the, the baseball side a little bit, introduce the game. The game's dying for the young kids. It just is. It's boring. It's slow. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of traditional, like playing the game the right way, but this notion that you can't have fun is what's crippling the game and it's killing it. So, yeah, see, that's my thing. I mean, like, cause I, I mean, like, like I, I love baseball like as a fan, mm-hmm. but like, but like, stats and all those and like the number stuff like that's like i could really care less like i like i like the journeys like of the players right that's why i do like what i do but like and then like when i go to a baseball game it's i mean like i can't really like watch a game on tv just because it's it's slower sure and i mean like i like i like bat flips i like i like players celebrating and i want to see more of it because because therefore it gets the the audience into the game a hundred percent dude yeah i mean here's the thing if you don't appeal to the younger generations the game will just die it's pretty plain yeah. and simple and baseball has done by and large a pretty shitty job of, of doing that we have yeah. quite possibly the greatest athlete to ever play the game and he can walk down a street and no one would know he is in mike trout i mean he literally the people don't i don't think people can completely comprehend how good he is at baseball transcendent of the game right and he's not more. And part of that's, you know, from what I, I don't know, Mike personally or anything like that, but I, I hear he's kind of like keeps to himself. He's yeah. not boisterous and that doesn't really fit his game. And that's fine, but still market him better. I mean, you know, you have a guy that is transcendent and no one knows, no one knows about him. It blows my mind. So the game, the game has a long ways to go in terms of appealing to younger generations. Uh, kids would rather watch people play Fortnite or Call of Duty than watch baseball right now. And 100%. Honestly, I can't, I can't blame them to some extent. I can't. Uh, we need to find a way to appeal to the younger generation or the game will die. So, I mean, for all, for all the, the good and bad publicity that a lot of these ball players bring, getting just the game out there in general. You need heroes and villains, man. Like in golf. Like I'm a big golfer, right? Bryson, the whole Bryson DeChambeau versus Brooks Kepka thing where yep. they kind of like pretended like they hated each other. You need good and bad. There's a reason why wrestling is so so popular. It's the story yeah. behind it. It's the good exactly. versus evil. Exactly. I mean, because that's like the uh, that's like the Joe Kelly and and uh, Kraya thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the stuff 100%. of baseball that I like to see. Yeah. I mean, it used to beat Red Sox Yankees blood, man. They used to fucking hate each other. They used to go at each other's necks. A-Rod yeah. versus Veritek. Dudes are shoving and fighting. I get that you want to protect multi-million dollar assets, and I'm not I'm not one to ever say, like, throw up people's heads or do anything like that. But, you know, a little excitement where people kind of – I mean, people used to take care of the, take care of business. I think that's fun. I think oh. it should be that way. We're trying to get rid of fighting in hockey. I mean, what – that hockey's is, like no, the last good sport there is. Everyone, everyone wants to watch hockey for the fights. Exactly. That is the best part, like, for the fans. It's Why because of like so, the speed of it. Yeah. You look at UFC, look how big it's become. It's shit's exciting. It's interesting. People live their mundane lives where they go to their work nine to five. I get it because I'm doing it right now. It sucks. 
Yep. And oh, they yeah. want a little bit of spice in their life, right? They want to go home and watch something fun. They don't want to watch. And I'm a pitcher. They don't want to watch a 1-0 ball game. Most of them don't. Like I true, love that shit. A true baseball fan will, and that's good. You need one of those every once in a while. You need you need your dominant outings by DeGrom where he goes seven innings, gives up two hits and no runs for like yeah. 18 straight appearances. That's great. It's good for the game in that aspect. But when that one dude connects on a ball and flips the shit out of his bat because he sends it seven rows deep, you can't be upset about that. You have to be oh, okay no. with it. You have to. It, it's say, uh, like this past summer, I went to uh, Wrigley Field like to go watch uh, the Padres play because I wanted to watch Fernando Tatis play. Right. And and then like when the ball like is in the field, like he's still like interacting like with like fans and he's still yeah. like talking like to their team and he's just he's just having fun. And, and that's I mean, what I like to see and that's what I want to see more of. And I think, I, I mean, there is a growing youth movement within the game. A lot of the stars are young, right? A yeah. lot of the guys are really young. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to kind of see a general shift. And this whole lockout uh, is going to be interesting to see how, from a legal perspective and from like a, a player's union perspective, yeah. things come out. Because it's not just about salaries. It's also about licensing and marketing deals and owning your digital asset and crypto and it's gonna be huge. Um, how you know future future uses of Hawkeye, which is an optical camera, versus like the old um, TrackMan and stuff like that affects arbitration. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of crazy shit that's going down. It's to the to the average fan, they just think, oh, it's millionaires fighting with billionaires, but it's people trying to protect their, I mean, their livelihood for years to come, not just for themselves, but for future generations of the game. So a lot going down. I do believe that enough smart people will come around to be like, okay, we need to start focusing on trying to make this a more universal game. I, I would hope so. If I not, mean, pay me $5 million a year and I'll do it for you. Hey, if I had $5 million, I mean, to fork out, I would let you be the commissioner of baseball. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I don't Garrett know if Kelly, else would feel that way. 2022. <laughs> the most underqualified representative ever, but I'm down. I'll do it. Well, well, so is Rob Manfred, but that's a whole different that's a whole different story. No comment. <laughs> well, it's like okay, like so the players like I'm like for me, like growing up, like I like watching Ken Ken Griffey Jr. play, that, that's exciting. Absolutely. And, dude. and and then like with like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and just home runs after home runs. And, I just and, watched that. Uh, was it ESPN? The yeah, thirty for thirty or E sixty or something that year, the year where they both went after it. Absolutely, man, that shit's exciting. I think we need to bring steroids back. <laughs> yeah, well, um, no comment. I'll, I'll leave a no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh my god. That that I mean, like if if they were like, all right, so you guys have the choice. You can take steroids and have no shot at being an all star. But you can take steroids or play play natural and still get all of the awards. I mean, people would just say that they're natural and, and cheat just like they're doing now. I don't think it would change much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that era came at a time that it needed to come in order yeah. to bring some excitement back in the game. Um, it's just tough. It's tough. Because then you're literally, like I said, it's not just you know the the beauty of the game. It's not just that. It's like you're literally taking money out of people's like out of families' mouths. 
yeah at that point and that's something that a lot of people don't really comprehend they're like oh you're poisoning this beautiful art and this beautiful game the game is beautiful and it's got history and that's all yeah that's good and well but at some point some dude is juicing and he's got the edge on some guy that's not literally taking money out of some other kids some other dude's kids mouths and that's when shit gets real it's like yeah i you know this is a job at the end of the day these people are providing for their families are they compensated very well for it sure but it's also a multi-billion dollar industry and players really aren't even getting their share of what they bring to the table compared to how much money they bring in. Like people are like, Oh, you're getting $25 million a year. Well, that guy's probably bringing in three X of that to that team. Yeah. You're trying to tell me that like Jacob deGrom and ticket sales and Jersey sales. Oh, yeah. Marketing. It's... It gets the guy's worth all that. And then some, and then even more. So there's a it's... way, you know, there's a way to quantify that. I'm sure. I don't know about that. I know there is. It's like to go back to like the amount of money that trout signed for. It's like, I mean, cause he, he sells out, he sells out stadiums. Just yeah. to watch Trout play. I mean, like every single time, like that the Angels, like I'm in Seattle, like I'm up there. Sure. Just because I want to see, mm-hmm. like, my favorite players play. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of money. I mean, it's just TV deals alone. It's crazy. the The economics behind the game is just, it's impressive. It's daunting, but it's 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 fun to talk about. I say it. it uh, being being a, a professional baseball player. It it has its ups and downs, hundred yeah, percent. No doubt. What? So like when when you were younger, uh, were you always wanted to be a professional baseball player? Hundred percent. Yeah. Since I was old enough to think about what I wanted to do, I told myself one day I'd be a pro baseball player, and um, I just I had to do it. I mean, obviously, big leaguers, a big league dream, uh, and whether or not that comes to fruition is you know it is what it is uh I'm, I'm proud of the career that i had either way i had to work really hard to get to where i did but um since i was a kid man i started playing when i was like three or four years old and I, this is what i wanted to do I just had a lot of a lot of love for the game and i was good enough to get by for long enough so uh that was always the dream for sure so yeah it, so so during like 2020 like when there wasn't baseball sure what did you do to stay ready i mean because you're a pitcher right you know, yeah i actually retained I had labrum surgery in December of 19. Oh, that's fun. So, I had mine. It was it was a blast. Yeah, it sucked. But Dr. Grizzle with the Cubs up in Northwestern did a great job, um, took care of me. And I was I healed pretty well and uh, rehabbed in, in Miami with uh, Pinecrest Physical Therapy. Shout out. Shout out my homies over there. They're great. What 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 part of Miami? Because like, I used to live down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I was in Coral Gables at the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I have... I actually have family in the Coral Gables. Oh, right on. Yeah, it was a good time. Was, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed my uh, my time in Miami. Um, because I'm half Cuban, so I feel like every you know every Cuban has to go to Always. Miami at some point. At some point, it's like you know, it's like your your return home, your Mecca, your your trip to your heritage trip to Jerusalem if you're Jewish. Yeah, it's like you kind of have to go there at some point just to experience it. But so I was down there and working out. So I, I kind of got lucky in a sense, as lucky as you can be. I mean, like the pandemic was awful. People died. I don't want to yeah. make light of the situation, but finding silver linings, like I, I just, I had a, a year to try and get as healthy as I could. So that's what I did. And then towards the end of the year, I moved back to Fresno, continued to work out. And then um, just, you know, try to be as ready as I could be for, for spring training in 2021. But it was tough because, you know, you're coming off of a major surgery, major injury, you're not, you know, even though all the places I went were great, it's still not like I'm getting work firsthand with my team Yeah, in Arizona. So it was tough because 
you know, I had gone at that point 14, 15 months without seeing a hitter or really being in a highly competitive environment. So you have to create that every single day that you get in the weight room or you get in the PT room. It was kind of tough. I mean, it was just as much of a, of a mental and emotional uh, fatigue as it was physically. And, yeah. um, but got through it and, you know, didn't have the best year last year, but, you know, I was proud of myself just for getting through, getting through that whole journey. It was, you know, it wasn't an easy one. So yeah. Did, did you find yourself like trying like new things like during, during 2020 and say, cause when there wasn't baseball? Uh, yeah, to an extent, I don't know. I kind of had a, kind of had a pretty narrow, narrow minded focus. I mean, I've always had like off season jobs. Uh, yeah. Have to, to survive. So that, that really, that aspect of it really didn't change much, but in terms of from like a baseball perspective, yeah, I mean, I was trying to, I had to learn how to throw a baseball again. It was kind of, that is true. It was kind of weird. Um, and definitely uh, probably hung out a little bit more than I should have at some points. You know, I kind of got a little lazy, not from a rehab perspective for just like a, a general life perspective. It's kind of nice not having to worry about anything, kicking at the house. You know, for a guy who's a gamer, I probably played a little too much video games. Got a little, got a little out of shape. There is never too much. There is never too much time. Yeah, well, you know, at twenty, whatever I was then, twenty four, twenty five, it was fine. I mean, now it's definitely not okay, but. Back then, it was you know just kind of hanging out. I enjoyed it. Definitely was a good time in my life. It was it was a. T- I was trying to make the most of a pretty tough situation, but um, yeah. In terms of like life, I always try something new in the off season. I've done something different every year just because I have so many different interests and try to use that time to figure out what really made me click. For you know when when the last pitch I threw, you know, that was the last pitch I threw. I wanted to be prepared, and I didn't want to get caught with my you know my pants around my ankles. So. I, uh, yeah, I've always experimented in jobs or internships or stuff like that. So outside of baseball and gaming, what do mm-hmm. you, uh, what's your hobbies? Oh, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, I love, it's like, um, you live in a prime, prime location. I do. Yeah. I moved to Newport beach in uh, September and it's been the single greatest thing that's ever happened to me from a moving standpoint. I mean, I just, I love the area. My cousin and I bodyboard a lot. Mm-hmm. um so yeah we, oh, i would I, do I, I get in the water as much as i can boogie boogie for life some people try to give you shit because you know surfing is cooler i like, nah, i like i like i like put my fins on and, and get in the water that way but i love that i'm in there all the time I, I love to golf and this is a great area for golfing um i can't hit a golf ball to save my fucking life it's tough dude it's it's super it's it's always to be honest with you, it's been my favorite sport forever i just really wasn't good enough to try well, and you're a pitcher out. You're a pitcher. Every pitcher yeah. golfs. I mean, I was a I was a position player for most of my career. I mean, I've only been a pitcher only since what 2016, 17, 15. So, seven, eight odd years. I was a catcher up until then. Oh, what? Um, yeah, yeah. I was a catcher in college and got I couldn't hit because hitting's really hard. I don't know if you knew that, but hitting. Uh, really yeah, that's why. That's why I would rather be a PO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Being, being a pitcher was sick. Are you kidding me? Position players had to run and do all that crazy shit, and all I did was hang out for seven innings, eight innings a game, and come in and throw one inning and just throw. Are you kidding me? Could. We we had to run so fucking much in college. Yeah, the worst. Just because I was a pitcher. Oh, you guys ran a lot. Uh, well, college oh. is different, though. I mean, I loved my time at Wake Forest, and I had some great coaches. But the kind of stuff that you do in college is different it, than we can do in pros i mean it's there's a purpose for it because it's about building character 
and building good oh, yeah. routines. And Especially like where I went. It was, I mean, I, cause I went to a Juco, so it was just like, dude, I mean, we would do stupid, stupid shit just, just to build character. Like we would right. build fences just to build character. And we're like, yeah, that's all it is. why like, are we look, doing this? Uh, look, you're turning 18 year old dumbass idiots who just want to party into Facts. serious men. And I, and I can appreciate that aspect of it. And I know that a lot of that, that's what it was done for, yeah. but there's a lot of eyewash shit that you do in college. And I, and Tom Walter would agree with me. So would all the other coaches that we had at Wake Forest, they, I mean, in, in the, in the show, you don't do anything at all from what oh, no. people told me. And in the minor leagues, it's more of like, do what you need to do to get ready. Like, yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Like you're an adult, you're a grown ass man, figure it out. Now, if you come in 60 pounds overweight, they're going to run your ass. But so long as you get <laughs> your shit done and you don't suck, they're not going to say much to you. But yeah. Um, yeah, back to what I love doing. I mean, I love, I've always loved business. It's always been since I yep. was a little kid, the cliche, like, you know, lemonade stand, yard sale kind of guy. Uh, over COVID, I actually um, built a, a collectibles online shop, mostly was with Pokemon cards of all things. Yeah. Because Pokemon took a huge boost up. And again, being a nerd, I, I was into that kind of shit. So. Started off with like 200 bucks, ended up uh, going from that all the way up to like a $25,000 box of cards. No so, shit. Oh, yeah, it was nuts, man. Went to a Collecticon in, in Dallas and everything. It was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. I still stay kind of in it with the community a little yeah. bit. Um, I don't have as much time, but I'll check in on some of my homies in there from time to time. Damn. But uh, yeah, I've always, I've always That's tried to. Awesome. Do that. that is badass, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, check it That's out. So sweet. Uh, MTB collectibles, man. We still we got an Instagram page and everything. Dude, I've actually gone to it before. Yeah, that's that's that was my baby. I started oh, that started shit. Thing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'll probably get back into it if I have more time now. If you know, depending on what the baseball situation is like, I might jump back in. But I've always loved finding a way to um, maximize profit in a certain a certain area, whether it's you know, I used to fix broken iPhones. I used to buy like an iPhone six for 150 bucks buy a screen for 15, 20 bucks and then fix it and sell it for 300 bucks. And I did that yeah. and that got me through an off season. I made enough money to get me through an off season. Like probably could have made more money if I just did a stupid nine to five job, but I didn't want to do that. That's I, boring. I, wanted, I wanted to grind it out. And um, so that the entrepreneurial aspect is always something that really interests me. And uh, I think eventually I'll get into private equity or venture capital, something along those lines, just because yeah. that's what I'm passionate about. But I got to find uh I got to find my niche first, something that'll interest me long enough. The ADD yeah. thing is killer, dude. I'm interested in something for like for four or five months and then I move on to the next thing. You know, dude, that's what I thought. Going. I thought I was doing uh, so, so like growing up, like I thought that I had uh, ADD, but it turned out I was, I, I'm actually bipolar. So because I would be like, I would, so like, when I would have like my manic phases, sure, I was trying to do everything and anything because sure, sure, sure. life was like, like, like I'm gonna do it, yeah. But then it would drop down, and then I'm like, I don't, I want nothing to do with it. Sure, but yeah. do like I wish like, do I think like to be like an entrepreneur like you're talking about that would be like the dream job because Fuck you pretty yeah, much well, you're doing it now. You started well, this thing from of. nothing. What do you mean, kind of a hundred percent? Okay, yeah, I guess true. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I started because of COVID and baseball ended. 
It doesn't matter why you started. The fact of the matter is you're doing it, bro. You built this thing up from nothing. Now you that have is, some really big-ass people. I mean, you had Dallas Braden and the Garrett Kelly on your podcast. That's what I'm saying. Why? Two days back-to-back, oh, I am God. like, I am here. I am how, do here I even, right how do I even follow that guy up, by the way? Why would you? That's pretty. Oh, that's, hey, that's messed fun. up scheduling that you would put me after him. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey, well, nah. I tried before. I tried before. That's fair. We tried before. That's fair. But, we did. hey, Sorry, fun, I had a date. fun I had, fact. You were drinking night. the same thing that he drank last night. Oh, he's drinking Pacifico. Fine, yeah. man, Dallas. I, you know, cheers to you, um, Mister Perfect Game. I watched that game live, not live there, but live like on TV. It was pretty. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. See, dude. Yes, yeah, you guys have the same drink choice. Well, you know what? That's fine, man. I can, I can say he's a, a scholar and a gentleman for that. <laughs> see, like, so that's how we put you guys back to back. Pacifico. Cheers Pacifico. to Pacifico. Yeah, this is a free – I don't even know if I can – this is a free ad for Pacifico Clara beer. Cerveza something. La Cerveza de Pacifico. And I just, and I just got Screwball. That's just fine. That works. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Jameson guy through and through. Yeah, that's not too bad. Choice. Choice. I've actually like ju- just like started to get into uh, whiskey and bourbons. Yeah. So now, yeah, I'm uh, – I mean, because we have a shit ton of uh, IPAs and beers like where I'm from. So now it's uh, – I'm trying to – to the whiskey and bourbons. You're Pacific lot. Northwest, right? Yep, Washington State. Right on. Whereabouts in uh, Central up. Washington? So I'm in Yakima. Yakima. If you know where, you know where Yakima's at. Right on. My, my aunt and uncle have a spot up on the Puget Sound, like kind of okay. around the Hoodsport area. If you're familiar with that, yeah, okay, north of Shelton. So I love, dude. Washington's underrated state. Great state. Dude, it's fun. Some of my some of my buddies from college are from up there too, and a couple of my teammates from uh, from the Cubs. A lot of good ball players in the Pacific Northwest. They get slept on because the weather is so shitty all the time. But yeah, well, it's 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 actually snowing right now. It's snowing. Yeah, we yeah. So I live in like the central state, so the state is divided by the Cascade Mountains. So on the west side is like where it rains all the time. So right. on my side, it gets like 110 in the summer, snows in the winter. Springtime is beautiful. The fall time is fall. Oh, it's, so you yeah. get a full a full four seasons. Yep. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's pretty much always great here in Southern California, but it's yeah. actually been kind of cold recently. Can't lie, it was like forty nine degrees today. That is cold day. there. It's freezing cold. People don't even like people here are so soft they can't deal with that Dude, shit. Were Were you in Miami like when it hit like it hit like fifty? Uh, I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure I was. I was probably loving it, and everyone else was freaking out and like full yep. goose down feather bullshit jackets and stuff. Yeah, it it gets. That was the crazy. That was the craziest thing for me. I mean, like when it hit like seventy, I was in like, like pants, and like a sweatshirt. Yeah, for sure. But no, what's your? So like, if you were to start a business, like, what would be your dream business? That's tough. Well, we kind of were toying around with the idea of an incubator for, um, for more than baseball, where we would take aspiring businesses for minor leaguers if they had ideas mm-hmm. to help accelerate that grow into something sustainable so kind of almost like a shark tank but for so it'd minor be like leaguer. A, so like consultant kind of and a consultant to an extent um but and, you know it wouldn't be so much of a cut cutthroat shark tank like you know we're all fighting against each other it'd be you know yeah. make an application and slade has a pretty huge network of business people and slade's a serial entrepreneur himself yeah. So um just trying to find a way to help improve either, you know, 
standard operating procedures or give people just a start in the right direction, the resources to grow a brand, grow a business, grow something. So kind of being in that aspect, obviously I need to grow a couple things myself to learn that from scratch. I mean, I've grown, you know, side hustles, but never had to incorporate, never had to deal with any of the legal stuff, taxes, all that whole nine. So, yeah, I think kind of helping ball players or just athletes that were in the position I am now down the line to help them grow something meaningful, sustainable. They can help with their families, gives them something to do outside the game, maybe down the line after the game's over with growing in and into something even bigger. That would be kind of, I think, kind of my dream gig for now. But until then, I just want to make a ton of money and figure out what I want to do with it. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I have too many interests to just be limited to one specific yeah. thing for the rest of my life. I feel you. I want to say, cause, dude, like, cause that's a great idea, though. That's that's awesome yeah well it's still it's still on the you know it's still on the chalkboard for now we just need uh capital and time man at the end of the day I've, all it I've, takes I've, is money and money and time truthfully i mean even time more so than money honestly I've, I've come to realize as i've gotten older man time you know you, you hear a bunch of old old hags always telling you time 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 this and you, and you know when you're it's true 18, 19 20 22 time is you got the whole world forever and you do but at the same time getting older getting closer i'm on the other side of 25 now dude when i so, turned 27 i i was like fuck i am so close to 30 you're telling me dude i'm right there with you 27 so as i get a little bit older i realize how valuable time really is yeah so um that is for sure without a doubt the the most valuable commodity so we'll see i mean you know, if I kill it, whatever it is I decided to do for a while and, and built up a decent little uh, nest egg to where I can branch off and do my own thing. I, I think that might be something I'd be interested in is, is trying to just, you know, be an incubator and accelerator. But uh, until then, you know, however, I can make some money doing something that's interesting. Yeah. Say so we're we're uh, we're, we're going to wrap it up a little bit. So I have I have, I have one final question for you. Sure. So, okay, so let's say that there is a minor leaguer uh-huh. and he is like, you know what? I kind of want to get on with life because he feels like he's stuck in he's stuck in the minors. Sure. What do you tell him? You're like, yeah, yeah absolutely. You got to make sure that's what you want first because the last thing yeah. you ever want to do is live with regret. So you got to look back on your career and you got to look back on where you are now. And you have to – the biggest thing you have to be able to do is tell your six-year-old self – and what where you are and what you're doing and then feel like you're you're not letting that person down uh I, a long time ago i made the decision that baseball is what i did it wasn't who i was so if you identify as a baseball player if that's like who you are to your core uh, it's really tough to ever let that go and some people can never never can do that and that's okay True. they just they'll, they'll play any ball they'll do what they need to do forever and there's no there's no shame in that that's the game is their life and that's great that's it's okay for as long as it is eventually Father time, something will cut, will catch up to you. But first and foremost, you got to make sure that that's, uh, you know, your circumstances, if, if that's okay, if that's what you need to do, if you're okay with it. Um, then you just need to find out what you're passionate about. And if you can monetize that, great. If yeah. you can't monetize what you're passionate about now, stall, get a job that you're good at. If you can talk, go in sales. If you are good with a computer, find some sort of computer programming stuff, find a skill, find a passion and, um, you know, and just dive into it with the same tenacity and ferocity that you did with the game. I mean, you can't, the, the beautiful thing about baseball is that it sets you up for life in whatever it is you do. 
Uh, it's a game of failure, and a lot of the world doesn't know how to fail and continue to go. A lot of people, they get kicked in the face, and they're done, and that's just it. They crumble. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're a baseball player and you've dealt with a stadium of 10,000 people calling you a dumbass and, you know, talking about your girlfriend or your sister or whatever it is, you're never going to get that in any other job. So if you can get through that, you can get through – a, an angry customer for a sales call like it doesn't matter 100%. my job now that i have like people are freaking out about stuff i'm like dude it doesn't matter it, at the end of the day it's just it's just x y and z like your life isn't public you don't mess up and it's on sports center you don't do any of this stuff it's relative right so b- baseball will build strong-minded individuals because um the game requires so much mentally, so much emotionally, so much sacrifice, especially in the minor league level, that as soon as you step into the real world, it'll be much easier. Dude, real like working is so much easier than baseball. It's ridiculous. I show <laughs> up, I get paid, I sell some Rolexes, I get paid. Yep. It's like you don't have to eat top ramen. It's great. It's awesome. I wake up, yeah. I, I step outside. If you know, I'm in Southern California, the sun's shining down. I hear the waves crashing. It's like, why would, I mean, this is, come on, it's a no brand. Yeah. Um, now, granted, if you ever make it to the show, I'm sure it's awesome. I couldn't tell you, but you know, putting all that effort and energy in and, and killing yourself every day to make it to the show is a hundred percent worth it. Obviously you know, you're making $600,000 a year living in the nicest way you can. And that's sick. But for the 99% of guys that go through this game that don't get to do that, it will prepare you for life afterwards. It truly will. So just find something you enjoy and um, just attack it like you do with baseball, man. That's that's really all I can say. That's what I'm doing now. Like I said, I haven't completely written the game off by any means. I still have some love for it. But I could look the six-year-old in, in, in the eye and tell him that, you know, you, you made good on what you said you were going to do. So that's, that's where I'm at. Good. Well, Garrett – Cheers. Cheers, brother. Thanks for having cheers. me. I have the last the last drink, so cheers for that. Yeah, I have a little less sip. And let me just tell you, man, super proud yeah. of what you're doing. I, I know that you I have appreciate been a it. huge, huge proponent of the minor leaguer, of, of the struggles that uh, we faced. I know you're a huge sounding board for that. You bring on some really cool people. And you built this up by yourself from nothing. So uh, needless I to say, that. I'm a big fan. I got a lot of love for you and what you're doing. And I wish you nothing but the best. You know, I, I hope this turns into something that uh, it's huge. You should already be very proud of it, but I hope it turns into something that, uh, you know, gives you some substance and hopefully gives you a little cash down the line somewhere. I mean, I yeah. see you got some, uh, I see some little logos on the side of your shit here. I hope, you know, oh, yeah. you're getting a little, I hope you're getting a little love, a little scratch. We're trying. Okay. We're trying. Yeah, dude. Uh, I got uh, Canada Dips today. They're my, uh, they're my newest affiliate. Give me a plug on Canada Dips. What's up with Canada Dips? Dude, Canadips. All right, so here's my fir- first plug ever for Canadips. Okay, so let me just grab my can over here. There you go. So Canadips, it's not chew, but CBD. Okay. Okay, and I think it's I think it's perfect, like for baseball players, because for one, baseball players chew, and for two, I don't know, but I know a lot of a lot of baseball players that enjoy smoking pot. I cannot confirm or deny whether that's hey, true. I will confirm. We don't get tested, but I can tell you that I've heard of such individuals enjoying such things. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, candidates, they put that, they put the two, two together. So okay. it's a pouch. You throw it in your lip, CBD, 
and then there's tons of different flavors. Let's see, because this one is OG Kush. Nice. So, I mean, it, so it's I, uh, it it's just it's it. just CBD for now, right? There's Correct. no like cannabinoid. Uh, uh, unless, unless actually, unless you're in California, they actually sell it. Well, I'll tell you. So what. Maybe, maybe for your friends, I mean, maybe for, for my friends, buddies, do I it. can introduce it to them. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So you can actually order it and you get it through through that because okay, you're cool. in California. So right. it's, yeah, it. I like them. Sounds good. Yeah, CBD, man, it's great. Anti-inflammatory, good for your health, helps exactly. regulate some, uh, you know, some sleeping stuff. So, okay, I'll look into that. Exactly. You got EC77 and... Uh, Dug out mugs, from- baby. Dug out mugs. Good shit, dude. Look at you, man. Yeah. Fucking A+, plus, dude. I'm proud of you. That's I awesome. try. I appreciate Keep it. Keep killing it. Keep killing it. And uh, I love the, the the one you have in the bottom left hand. I'm biased. I like that one the most. More than baseball. The little logo you got all the way. There you go. Boom. Shout out. Proud of my boy. Sir, more than baseball. One of the best nonprofits out there. That's the one. That's the one. So, Thanks for having me, man. It's dude, been an absolute Garrett, joy. Have a great night. You and as well. And we'll definitely enjoy your workout. Yeah, I got to go get a little chest in. Let's go. You get fat, man. It's easy to get fat. You live here. You just you, you do nothing but hang out. Dude, I'm that's called like... adulting, and that's what happens when you are done playing sports. You just gain weight. I know. I know. I can't, though. I can't afford it. I mean, I live in California. You can't just – you can't you can't get fat here. So, judge... so you are continuing your career then because you don't want to get fat. We'll see. We'll keep okay. it up. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, bro. All right. It would take care.